Welcome to the You Hide Me at Hello podcast with me, your host, Deb Houston. I'm not a recruiter. I am a hiring strategist. And whether you are hiring your first employee or you already have a team of 50 plus, you're in the right place. As an ex-recruiter of 17 years, I geek out on anything to do with hiring strategy and processes. And my goal is to help you hire the right people for your business whilst avoiding those costly hiring mistakes. Most business leaders and owners have not been taught how to hire. So I set up this podcast to help you win the war for talent and stop repelling your dream employees. From employer branding, talent attraction strategy and hiring processes to interviewing and onboarding your employees, there's a topic for everyone, all with a lighthearted and fun vibe. So without further ado, let's get cracking and get stuck in. Welcome back to the You Hired Me at Hello podcast. Again with me, your host, Deb Houston. In the previous episode last week, I discussed the impact of ghosting on candidates and the damaging effects it can have on a company's reputation. And today, I'm taking a proactive approach and diving into tips for employers on how to create a better and positive candidate experience during the hiring process. So if you are an employer or recruiter looking to improve your hiring practices, this episode is absolutely for you. Now, as I discussed in the previous episode, um, you know, candidates who feel ignored or mistreated during the hiring process are highly likely to share their negative experiences with others, which, as we've discussed, can harm your company and your reputation in the long run. So creating a positive candidate experience not only helps you attract and retain top talent, but it enhances your company's brand image and reputation in the job market. So with that in mind, let's explore some practical tips for you um, so you can start creating a better candidate experience. Tip number one is clear communication. So communication is the foundation of any successful hiring process you know employers should establish clear communication channels and expectations with candidates from the beginning and by that I mean if you have a preferred method for communication text email LinkedIn you know set those expectations at the start and make it easy for the two of you um, to communicate throughout the process um, also, as well, by communication, I'm referring to, you know, acknowledging receipt of their application. And this would generally be automated, but make sure there is some receipt to the application. And um, also, as well, you know, communication on providing updates on the hiring timelines, you know, and also those notifications of any changes and delays and decisions whether positive or negative um you know how is the how are those going to be communicated throughout it's generally about keeping candidates informed and engaged through the process that really kind of shows respect and professionalism and it helps them feel really valued and you would be so surprised at how 
that little bit of communication or that text with a little update. You might have copied and pasted that update to 20 people, but you know, that text message with an update can make someone's day um, or it really means something um, because ghosting and bad candidate experiences are so prevalent that the ones that are doing it right are really standing out as an employer of choice in the marketplace. So that's tip one. Tip number two is around ensuring your interactions are personalised. And, you know, candidates really appreciate personalised interactions. It really makes them feel like an individual in the process and not just a, a commodity or, you know, a one of 50 that you're talking to in the hiring process. You know, nobody wants to feel like just another applicant that you're doing going through the motions with until you find the right person. You know, whilst we want clear communication and regular communication, we want to avoid generic automated messages. Now, even with automated messages, you can tailor the communication so that it speaks and the messaging sounds like it's individual to each candidate. So even by having the message start with the individual's name, um, as opposed to a blanket message that is not personalised at all. Um, you know, always address them by their name where you can, and re- reference specific details as well about their application and interview. Um you know, I know we can't provide feedback at every stage, but anything you can do to make that interaction personalised, um, you know, is really going to show that you value their time and effort. And that also as well is going to create um, an immediate positive impression of both you and your organisation. OK, tip three is about streamlining your hiring process. So lengthy, complicated hiring processes are really frustrating for applicants and it does actually cause a large number of applicants to drop out, especially when you are asking unrealistic things such as asking a candidate to essentially copy and paste information into an application form, which is readily available on their resume when they submit it. You know, striving to streamline your hiring process to be more efficient and effective um, is definitely going to add to a better candidate and positive experience. And also as well, streamlining hiring processes can be, you know, outlining the steps and the timelines of the process up front and, you know, minimizing any unnecessary steps in between. You know, that might be having two people interview one candidate at once rather than that being two steps of interview. Basically, anything you can do to avoid delays um, is also going to, if, if you avoid delays and make things more efficient and succinct, that's also less touch points in terms of having to provide updates and communication. So that will also add to the candidate experience because there's less chance of them being ghosted um, or being forgotten about in the process because it's quite efficient and robust. Um, also as well, a streamlined process shows that you are organised as an organisation, you're professional and that you value candidates' time and you're respectful to their efforts. So that's why you should streamline your hiring processes. 
Um, tip number four um, is around providing feedback. Candidates really appreciate feedback. Whether the feedback is, here's the feedback, we'd love to progress, or whether the feedback is, look, here's some constructive feedback for you, but we're not going to progress your application, they really like it. You know, if a candidate's not a good fit for your role, you know, providing that constructive feedback on their strengths and areas for development can really help them grow and improve for future opportunities. And if you haven't heard the earlier podcast episode on providing constructive feedback, I urge you to go back and listen to that because I do an entire episode about constructive feedback and how to deliver it. Also as well, constructive feedback again not a lot of companies do it so if you are giving constructive feedback then you will stand out above the rest already um, because you'll be one of the few that does do it and that really reflects you know positively on your company and you'll be seen as being a supportive professional employer who's invested in personal development and career advancement if you're giving people feedback at the interview stage it's an indication of what you personally would be like as a business to work for um, or as a manager um, because you'd be giving them constructive feedback on a regular basis so you know be sure, however, to provide the feedback in a respectful and constructive manner um, to avoid any negative impact. And as I said, refer back to the earlier podcast episode for more information about that. Um, tip number five, I refer to as it as respectful rejection. So if a candidate is not selected for a position, it's you know really important to communicate the outcome in a respectful and timely manner. You know, avoid leading, leaving candidates in limbo or ignoring them altogether. Um, you know, instead, you know, providing that feedback on their application and really expressing appreciation for the time that they've invested and the interest in your organisation really goes a long way. And if they're a good applicant, and it's just that. You know, they could have done better in the interview, but, you know, keep communication lines open. They might be still available in a few weeks time or a couple of months time when you're recruiting the next role. And they'll know constructively what they need to do to put their best foot forward and be the best candidate for that job. And ultimately, you know, rejecting candidates respectfully leaves a really positive impression and again, it comes back to that showing that you genuinely care about your employees and that you really value um, your candidate's time and effort. Again, you know, if you are treating your applicants this well and providing them with that feedback and helping them, imagine how you're treating your employees. That sounds like a great organization to work for. My final tip for providing exemplary candidate experience is to make sure you adopt a candidate focused approach. Um, you know, remember that candidates are not just commodities. They are human beings with feelings, emotions and expectations. So treat candidates with respect, treat them with empathy and, you know, of utmost professionalism throughout your hiring process. I think the key is to show genuine interest, ask thoughtful questions and actively listen, you know, actually hear what they're saying um, and respond, um, show them that you've actually taken on board what they've said. You know, that candidate focused approach really creates a positive experience um, and that is going to lead to that positive word of mouth, which is going to improve 
your brand, your reputation and your image, um, which which is definitely going to see you having the best candidates in the market actually knocking on your door before there's any vacancies available saying, I'm interested in working for your organization. I've heard great things about you. So that is the goal. The goal is we want your brand and reputation to be so sparkly clean and impressive that you get your ideal and dream employees knocking on your door and you have a constant you know, talent pool available and um, without constantly having to be reactive in your hiring methods. And look, that takes time. Um, you know, I appreciate that if you're at the earliest start of your company journey, um, you know, I've got a lot of listeners from startups, scale ups up to corporate organizations. So depending where you're at in your organization's journey um, will determine how close you are to be able to achieve that ultimate goal. Okay, that is all for today's episode. Um, thank you so much for listening. That is all for today's episode. Join me back next week where I have a fantastic guest joining me who is going to be talking all about the positive impact offering career breaks and sabbaticals to your staff can have on your business. And Bex will also be talking through some tips of what you can do to implement that, implement that into your business. I will catch you then. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe to the You Hide Me at Hello podcast and feel free to leave a review and share it with your network. For further info, check out the link to the website in the podcast description. Thanks again from me, your host, Deb Houston. From me to you, over and out until next time.